Hello, hello, wonderful people, and welcome to episode seven of the Elevation Podcast. Um, Woo! I'm here with Henry. Um, we really need an audience. Yeah, we, <laughs> like you know when they like, like hold a live up, like, audience and they do like yeah. a live show. Yeah, shit, man, that would be sick. And then they hold up like the placards, which like say like clap. You yeah. like, tell the audience yeah. what to do. <laughs> yeah, I actually went to a live show recently and I saw the whole process and actually way more mundane than you think because they have yeah. to redo clips like several times. And yeah. obviously, all the clapping is. You know, completely enforced. completely forced yeah <laughs> <laughs> actually actually most of the laughing is in between and like the intervals in between when they actually film and stuff um there's like an entertainer there's a joker who go around like yeah. obviously keeping everyone kind of you know awake because <laughs> they've been there already for like two hours before the actual go live um, and they always hyping it up like oh yeah make sure when we come back on air just to you know laugh extra loud and you're like <laughs> Yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, sick one. Sick. And like they actually, um, I remember I went to like a Britain's Got Talent audition, and they like before they even started, they recorded like a bunch of different things that the crowd were doing. So they were like, right, for five seconds, everyone's going to clap, and they just there's not no one on stage, nothing's happening. They're just yeah. filming the audience, and then they're like, right, now everyone laugh, and it's like. Right, I feel a bit like a performing monkey here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets that sort of stale, awkward point where everyone's not yeah. clapping anymore because their hands hurt, so... Yeah, it really does. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, but funnily enough, we um, we were in a hot tub on Sunday um, with a few people we knew and a few people we didn't know. And Ooh, as you do. <laughs> well, that's making it sound so spicy than it was. Um, and um, we got talking about the podcast and um, one of these guys recommended that we talk about competition because you'd actually just played a couple, a few rounds of ping pong with him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty heated, again. actually. They were, they were good. Those lads were good. Would you say that it was a friendly competition? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's quite, quite an aggressive way to first meet someone, to just compete with them straight away, no matter what the level of competition is, because um, you don't even know them. You don't know how competitive they are. You like, don't really know how to gauge how into the game they are or how much they want to win. But yeah, no, it was really, really fun. Interesting, though, like with beer pong, classic game that you play when you go out or go to house party or just generally like to get drunk, that the longer it gets drawn out for, the like obviously more bored people get yeah and, but it's and like it's because the last bit is harder that's the only thing i don't like about beer pong is it's a game that gets harder as it goes on but like quite considerably yeah like the, the most enjoyable bit is the first bit because you've got nine cup no how many cups <laughs> you've got well i mean i guess it depends how many it's, you're playing it's, with it's, six it's class yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but you you classically play with six but i guess you could play with any amount yeah but like it's nice and easy at the beginning. Like you can sort of throw it roughly in the direction of the cup, so there's a good chance it'll go in. Yeah. But when there's just one cup sitting yeah, like right on the edge, the irony is that in that very game, like we were probably aiming for each other's one cup for five minutes, consistently missing, coming pretty close. And then the opposite team, they 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 hit it, and then obviously you have redemption shot, and yeah, I threw it and went straight in and went straight in and everyone was like whoa Dawala you just like missing or what I was like yeah clearly I was just messing for like five minutes because this is so fun <laughs> but there's like there's like a deeper like level of competition that goes 
beyond like actual games and like, yeah. physical activity yeah, yeah there's yeah, like yeah. competition between, in everyday like, life in everyday yeah, life in everyday life yeah. in like in your career in sibling rivalries like it's everywhere and i wanted to ask like what do you think about the competition between you and me mate yeah mate that that's an interesting one because that covers quite a like long span of time and i remember it's kind of a coming of age thing but when you're younger you, you you're like thrown into this pool of competition so much i don't know not not you trade Yu-Gi-Oh cards and you boast about how great your pokemon cards are or you sort of all right you have this weird rash rashful sorry rashful is that even a word bashful i was looking for bashful bashful but ba- yeah bashful sort of Mm. I mean, things come out of your mouth so quickly when you're young, like you don't even think about. You have, you're you basically word vomiting the whole time. And if you get, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I was, but if you get like excited about something uh, and and kind of emotional and happy, you you're much, you know, when when competition ensues, you're much much more likely to rub it in. I feel like when you were a kid, you know, yeah. And I, I, mean, I, I remember like there were moments where. Like when I was a kid, I'm slightly digressing off you and me right now, where you get so emotional in the moment that you you kind of you kind of become a bad winner because parading around your glorious moment to everyone else to prove a point. Like you're literally like pumping your chest out. You're like, oh look at me, because you got such a point to prove. Cause you're like a little measly, you know. <laughs> I mean, I think that was like, I don't think I ever had that, but I definitely right. saw a lot of it. Yeah, that's, other, what other that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think the thing is w- like, when obviously when you're younger, you're like way less secure. And so you use competition or like, in a way it's comparison because you're constantly trying to like level yourself out against your peers and like see how you fit into the world and like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And that's obviously a lot more aggressive when you're Right. Younger. And you see that you nailed it and you... You have competition to set yourself among your peers at that, at that time, at that time of, of your life because you, you're scoping out, you know, everyone else. You don't know where anyone else stands. And like sport is a huge thing for that. You remember yeah. like essentially all the cool kids at, at school were good at sport because they, they knew how to handle competition. Yeah. And I think it's interesting actually because I would love to see like how female like competition works at school because it's, I think it's completely like different set of rules mm. because like male competition is about sport it's about like physical a lot of physical like size attributes mm. and like how well you handle like banter how like <laughs> how unsensitive you are in many ways like how much you can take mm. um, and how much you dish out yeah but, like for girls it's like a whole different set of rules I actually kind of think like weirdly enough that guys is it's a bit more brutal but at least it's like clear cut and it's like in your face and it's clear. Whereas like girls, it's all like behind the back and like yeah. a bit like serpentine. <laughs> Bitchy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, we're talking about years ago. Years ago. Yeah, no, I'm talking the, about, female- <laughs> I'm talking about like when you're at school. I'm not yeah. talking about like in older, li- in like adult yeah. life. The, but I think obviously a lot of girls can relate to that. I yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, From yeah. my experience. Oh yeah, of course. Talking to girls, Of yeah. course. And you meet girls who say they went to only girls schools and, you know, most of them will say, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty intense. Yeah. All girls schools are crazy, but bringing it, bringing it back to us, I think like one of the reasons that we didn't have so much competition growing up was we actually like went to different schools and like our lives weren't that similar. So we actually didn't have that much to be like competitive on in many ways. And it was Mm. kind of quite nice because we had like our own like separate lives and Mm. they didn't really like 
overlap too much. You know, not going to the same school together. That's like we weren't part of the same community and therefore any kind of tribe that came out of that wider group of people. And that, that, lit, that just triggers all these thoughts in my head, which is that competition is kind of everything in the, in the natural world. And for any, <laughs> any, anything that's not human, like the competition is to pretty much survive yeah and then we have all this like casual banterous competition in our everyday lives that for, for, like, for you know when you actually look at it objectively is so unimportant and trivial like yeah, yeah but imagine we i don't know like played rock paper scissors you know right now and uh someone won like yeah we'd have this moment of like elation or oh, yeah look at me but in the, in the wider scheme of things like no one gives a shit like only if we actually took up some like spears or like some machetes <laughs> became gladiators yeah yeah it, that's what i mean like that's the truest form and fighting and yeah and, and that i is mean actually, i kind of feel like playing rock paper scissors now best yeah. of three mate oh no best no actually you know what let's just keep it real real simple just one go one go one go okay you ready on th- on rock paper scissors shoot or like what are you saying? Uh, yeah, rock paper scissors shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. God yes, damn it! Hundred percent easy. Easy. Well, one. we both went scissors the first time, <laughs> and then I went f- rock, and Henry went fucking. It's a bit paper, like just twat. you there, like God damn it! I mean, yeah, obviously yeah, but like, for I effect, mean, but like this is such a sp- like sporadic, quick reaction that we all yeah. have to like small little competitions in everyday life. We can have a bigger competition if you want. A bigger competition. Was actually your idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not claiming this is my idea, but we can have an arm wrestle. Why did I announce that? It wasn't even my idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so me and Henry haven't arm wrestled. Like, I, I don't think, like, I can't even recall a single time we've ever arm wrestled. So, and like, we both, you know, keep in shape vaguely. Um, so this will be like quite interesting. We also weigh like almost exactly the same. Um, I'm just going to move over to Henry's mic and, uh, yeah. Three. Okay. Stop fucking around. Stop fucking around. Right. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. I'm slipping. Oh shit. I'm slipping on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, for the people who can't see, it's literally just a dead heat. It hasn't moved. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just having a nice handshake. Oh, this feels so pointless. <laughs> okay, I think we give up. <laughs> this is just my wrist, though. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. Right, or was it just a draw? Oh, that's, that's the worst bit about competition. Oh, when it's a draw, it's so anticlimactic. so pointless. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys and girls, we're exactly the same strength. All right, fucking hell. Isn't it all about technique, though? Yeah, I mean, it's not really about it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Oh, that's quite funny. That was pretty funny. And we're back. We're back and a bit out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. Oh, what an anticlimax. Yeah. 
Oh, that reminds me of like Liverpool versus Man City this weekend where they just drew. It's like all this build up and then, I mean, it was a great game, but when there's not a winner and a loser, it just doesn't feel the same. Mm. Yeah. It, Do you remember um, all that outrage about the, like the two Olympians who like both won gold, like agreed to share gold and there was like this, all this outrage about it? What was that Beijing or no? No, no, Winter. it was the most recent one. Um, I can't even fucking remember where I was, but it was it was the lo- it was like the high jump, I think, right. or the long jump, and they got like um, they got the same score, and like they, neither of them could go up another level, so they just chose to like they both got the same height and oh. they shared the gold. But like loads of people were really upset about it. They were uh, like, there can only be one winner. Oh yeah, 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 because they want it to be decisive. Yeah. Um, and you can you can basically do like a knockout version of it, mm. but they didn't want to do that. Like mm. it's in the rules that they can both accept cold, mm. which that's just know. traditional. That's that's that view of you know we want one decisive winner being something that doesn't satiate their appetite is yeah, a like, bit stop. Like I mean, whatever <laughs> calling out like hundreds of thousands of people, but it's a bit stubborn because it doesn't happen very often. Just embrace it. Yeah, I know. I think celebrate. It's a good thing. Yeah, I I think it should be celebrated. It's like a rare opportunity to like have two winners. Yeah, you'll probably never see that again. So like it's great. I remember I used to play tennis with someone. I won't I won't name and shame them because you know what I'm about to say will will make that obvious. But (laughs) we used to play when we were younger, and I was always just I was just keen to go and have a bit of a knock around and not take it like super seriously, but. You know, he always wanted to get into games and, you know, serve properly and, you know, do like the whole, you know, the whole proper competition. And I was like, yeah, fuck, whatever, you know, sure. I mean, I'm easy. Um, and we did. And he, I could see throughout the course of the game, he used to get so worked up and emotional, like throw his racket on the floor and, you know, just generally looked like he really wasn't enjoying it. I think it even got to a point where like one time he cried. And don't get me wrong, we were pretty young at this point. So like, I don't know. I was about to say, make a joke, like, 18, no. Like, no 21. It was last week. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I think we were, like, 13 or whatever. And it, it, it's, it seemed like his emotions completely got the better of him and t- took away from all the enjoyment of the actual... Yeah. And, and that's the same when, when anyone ups the ante. Like, say you're in a pub and you're just having a casual game of pool with your mate. And then someone comes along and they, they challenge you to play doubles. And you're like, yeah, great idea. Let's play doubles. And then you have a couple of games and you're even like level peggings. You feel like, okay, it could go either way. And then they're like, let's play for a tenner. Or like, let's play for a round of drinks. Suddenly everything changes. Yeah, the stakes have been up. <laughs> yeah, because the pride is on the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like actual material things are on the line, like money's on the line, but it's also like the pride for some reason like goes up as well because yeah. because you know that it's like you have to take it seriously. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's weird actually, isn't it? It's not even really about the money. Like, but you know what's interesting about that is yes, you said you do take it more seriously, and naturally most people do because I mean, let's be real. If someone buys you around, it's better than buying someone else around. But isn't it so much more chilled to just not even care and go into it being like, buy you around or not buy? I don't even care. Like, it's just a bit of fun. Like, yeah, yeah, it'd be pretty comical if given that I don't give a shit, I still win. (laughs) But like, yeah, I think that's like a defense mechanism, though. It's like playing down the stakes or like not a defense, but like, is it I always find competition is like 
it's funny the like tricks that we play with ourselves to allow ourselves to lose. Mm. And I think there's like a lot of times where like we don't want to lose and we're actually like quite keen not to lose. But like we don't want to be upset. So we like make excuses for ourselves before we've even begun. That's true. That's true. We go into the whatever game it is saying, I'm not going to win, so I don't expect to win. So like, whatever. And I'm not going to take this seriously. Or, or, or a classic. You like, you you might start playing football with someone and they're like, oh, oh I injured my ankle like a couple of days ago. Just, yeah. Not really feeling it. And they look like they're running absolutely fine. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, but. No, but. No, or you get was, halfway through and they're like, oh, the, the light is really fading. Oh, I can't see shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh. So, so, oh, so really? since you start that's, losing, it's that, like, that's when the light started act, yeah, playing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I do think like one of those things is like not taking it seriously. I think there's a part of you that like wants to not take things seriously because then it means less, so then you get hurt less. I mean, it's like a protection mechanism. Yeah, it's like a reality check. Yeah, and sometimes those reality checks, like the image I was saying this to you earlier in terms of like my career, but this image that you build up in your head of like who you are and what you're capable of, mm. and sometimes competition is like a very true form of, of reality check where you're like, actually like this is, this is reality. This is not what's like. Yeah. 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 And I'm not, I'm, oh, oh shit. I'm not, I'm as, not good as good as I thought, thought I was. Yeah. Cause it's really awkward when you're like with a bad loser or a bad winner. Mm. Have you got like any stories where like, you've just been like playing a game of like whatever with someone and they're just like, I mean, I guess you said the tennis one, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty jokes. Like how do you deal with that? Yeah. You've got to show more empathy than you would in I think most situations because you know that they're clearly more caught up in it than you are yeah and obviously it's you need to be extra empathetic because you know you're you're obviously on top in the sense that they're only upset because you're playing better yeah and therefore you have to kind of take a step back from your own pride or sense of like it's achievement obviously- and say whatever i just this is just a game like, yeah it really it's just, a lot easier to do that when you're winning because you're in like the safe space yeah <laughs> like you're in like the comfort zone yeah when you're winning and, I and think it's like, kind of weird yeah. when you say that though when you admit to yourself that something is just a game it's either a sign of a really bad loser because they like expel the competition and basically deflate any uh, like any uh, status or yeah, like build up to yeah, it. yeah. Or, or any or anything to be proud of you know yeah, it's yeah. just a game like yeah they ruined really your victory that yeah it's like you're shit and you're losing <laughs> like like but, you know and it's a really you know non-humble um what's the, it's kind of a spiteful thing to say it's tinged it's like edged with a bit of, of malice in this yeah. like oh it's just a game like you you sour little prick like like, <laughs> like yeah why don't you just, why don't you be a good winner I mean good good loser and say you know what you're just the better you were the better team today and like maybe if we played in another point in time like you might you we might win but probably not because you're clearly better like yeah you know I'm not even yeah I wouldn't I mean the way I said it isn't definitely not the way I would say that to someone would be like good game chaps like that was actually really fun like you know because no one wants to win and then made to feel bad because they have but at the same time if they're a bad winner and glow and like rub it in your face then 
you know, they should feel bad. It's so interesting how sensitive it can be. It can really yeah. go, just depending on the reaction and how competitive people are and how much they care, can really, the aftertaste, it really dictates the aftertaste of it. Yeah. Of, of people walking away saying, that was a nice friendly competition or saying, I really like that person less because of it. Was there a point when you were on any of your ski seasons where it becomes competitive between the skiers? Yeah. Or the snowboarders? I would always say classically that skiing was more arsy of a sport because skiers are like show off their prowess on a technical front more. Yeah. Like boarders are typically more into freestyle, so they just don't care about how well they ride on the slopes. It's literally all yeah. about what they can hark. How, like, if they can do a 360, a 540, or a 720, whereas skiers are like, oh, you're making them like idiots. <laughs> wow. Uh, I just wasn't expecting that to go on. It's clearly a lot of pent up, like, frustration about how arsy skiers are. But no, I say that in the nicest way possible. You know, if someone skis well, most of the time they know it and they get to the bottom and they're like, how did you find that? And you know, no, I'm making it sound really like the whole sport. It sounds but, really bad. I'm making the whole sport like, sound really shit, considering it's what is my favorite sport. Like, no, it's just, yes, I mean, there was competition. Showing off is kind of, it's kind of like a lion showing their mane. It's, you know, that if you challenge them, that, that in that moment, you're glimpsing what the competition might be like. Yeah. And so in a way that that's kind of foreplay, <laughs> you know, nice. yeah. it's a precursor to I'm a sick skier. So if you want to yeah. race me, you're probably going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to. Yeah. And, but it's also really, it's kind of a fine line between that. I'm kind of going back on myself in saying that just because someone skis down the slope really quickly doesn't mean they're showing off. They're just, you know. Maybe that's the only slope they've skied that quickly that that whole day. You know, yeah. it's kind of a, it, it, it's kind of hard to judge. So, in that sense, it, it it wasn't crystal clear. It's not as crystal clear as like most other things. Obviously, it's enjoyable to do something well. Like there are some sports that are, you know, there's no there's no doubting. Even even as something you know as ridiculously close as swimming, for example, where they're milliseconds off each other they're the only person competing in their own worlds and they're you know they they actually do win the race like there's no there's no kidding like yeah they won and it was fair and square and it's as simple as that whereas you know you watch like the man city liverpool game and if it had teetered off and man city had scored or, or whoever had scored in like the 93rd minute everyone would say oh christ if it wasn't a good goal and it kind of yeah. like deflected and then true you know, the, it was called the, the jury still maybe out was, wasn't wasn't called offside what everyone yeah. thought it should have done or they did the whatever they call it nowadays the i've no idea what you're talking about mate you know where they they, they get the line out the ruler and they check the var the var <laughs> that's the one <laughs> they get the big ruler <laughs> Yeah. The, the movements that you were doing, Henry yeah. was basically just moving his arms up and down in like huge exaggerated movements. And I had no clue what he was doing, but VAR. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that is true. There's some, there's some sports that are a lot more like clear cut than others. And like, there's some sports where when you're better, you'll like consistently win. Yeah. And then there's like other squash. Yeah. And then there's other sports where like, just because you're better doesn't and actually necessarily... tennis most times. Like you yeah. better, you just will always win. Yeah. Uh, yeah besides like having injuries or whatever and it's like and then there's other sports where it's like way more sporadic mm. and there's like a lot of luck involved or just 
like how you turn up on the day. I guess team sports because there's more variables, there's mm. more different people. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Like it leads to like a bit more variability. Oh, um, but I mean, this is slightly, this is slightly off topic. But like talking about competition, I think I've always competition for me has always been negative when it's like directly competing with someone and someone else's loss mm. is your gain. Mm. And I think that whenever someone else's misery is your happiness that that's like that's not joy that's just like that's just bad yeah right and i think competition when it's healthy is two people competing and one day they're like better than the other and they like help each other grow yeah and just like as we've been talking about liverpool and man city that rivalry has really like made both of those teams perform so much better and you see it obviously in like economics as well like it's the main thing that's taught the competition in markets is what pushes the markets forward what creates better value for the customers because everyone's trying to provide the best product for the customer if you're the only person who makes ovens Mm. everyone needs an oven you're not going to try very hard to make the best oven because you're going to sell the same amount regardless (laughs) but if there's a load of people making ovens you know that's course yeah industries are defined by they're, they're the peers and the rivals and become competition and I think that's yeah I don't know why when you were talking about the you know one person's loss is another or one person gains another person's loss it's not even topical more anymore but it made me think of um, Squid Game which is obviously very yeah. much you know the definition of it yeah they're definitely like <laughs> taking it so far um don't know why everyone I don't know why that was such a hype series it was just so brutal maybe because it was so brutal like that's that's what got everyone going. I think it was just such a like basic and raw concept that just draw drew everyone in. Yeah. But yeah, I guess I guess if there's anything like to take out of this, it's that you're obviously the, the best competition that you can have with anyone is with yourself and always striving to compare or always competing with other people to prove that you are where you think you are in comparison to them. It like it's never gonna it's never gonna be fulfilling unless Sadly, unless you win all the time. <laughs> and, then, and that's what like, makes you an arsehole, kids. <laughs> and then if you do win all the time and if you're surrounded by yes men, like one day you'll, you will lose and it will just all come shattering down. Or you'll live your whole life like that and, not, and everyone will secretly hate you. So either way, it's lost. But yeah, uh, thank you, ladies and gents, for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, go out there and get yourself a bit of friendly competition in your lives and uh help you along your way (laughs) (laughs) and we will see you next time bye